I'm André Villas Boas, listening to Echoes of Glory. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future is bright, future is lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, season 10, episode 35. I'm Jack. I'm Esty. I'm Chris. We've just had such a great off-air chat, like it's literally been the best part of my day. So we're gonna we're gonna whiz through the Leeds game sort of as quickly as possible because let's face it, there's not much positivity to uh, to talk about with it. Um, I actually thought we were gonna win going into the game. I watched the first half an hour in the front of my car on my phone because I had a match myself. So I was like, I'll get there early so I can watch the try and get the first half in. It was actually a really good match, the first 38 minutes of what I saw. I was like, it's actually a really enjoyable game to watch. I mean, we were pretty terribly, terrible at the back, um, but I quite enjoyed it. It was just like, it was you have a shot, we have a shot. It was very open. Like You knew it was going to be a game of plenty of goals. It's just a shame that we only scored one of them. Um, the Sun goal, brilliantly taken. Great. I thought Delhi played very well. That was like one of the few positives. Um, other than that, massively disappointing. The fullbacks again. I won't. I won't have another rant about them. But oh. they just so poor. Was it on match of the day where they highlighted them tracking back for one of the goals? Or there's a video going around. The the tra- it, I'm done with the players. All of them. I'm done with them all now. I just they, 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 we we talked about the managers all season. Like they, I, they just are they coming off having given their everything? Like are they doing everything they can? Have they got regrets? Every single one of them has got regrets about the games they're playing at the minute and we, we've talked about the managers so much I'm just done with them I'm just I want someone to give it for the shirt and I know it's a really cliche thing for a, a fan to say that you know if we were there we'd give everything we'd leave everything on the pitch but it's it's not about coming off exhausted and dropping it's about have you gone on there with a singular focus about winning about that's all you want to do and I don't believe it is I don't believe it is. I think they'd like to win. It's been like the. I'm a bit like it at the moment. I go, you know, I set my alarm for six this morning because I need to lose weight, right? I'm a bit fat at the minute, and this Spurs are just a bit fat. They say they want to lose weight. They set their alarm at six to turn up, and then they turn it off and they go back to sleep. They'd like to do it, but they don't want it enough, and it's just killing me inside. I think as well. Like I do think a lot of the time with football is all massively overcomplicated, and if you just strip a lot of it back, and this game, I only saw the first half. This game is a prime example. Strip it back. You're a centre midfielder. You're playing against the lead centre midfielder. Get the better of him. Don't worry about anything else. Just be better than your opposite number. And like this season, how many players in our team can honestly say I was better than my opposite number? And it's like you can be technically better, you know, a, a smarter player, all that stuff. But if like if they get to the ball quicker than you, if they win 50-50s, you haven't got a chance at any level of football from a World Cup final all the way down to Saturday League. If you don't win your individual battles, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You've had it. And it's like we were just we were out battled. We were out fought, um, you know, from a tactics point of view. And that's not a dig at Mason because, you know, can't you can't be expecting too much of him. But it was just like we just it looked like the Spurs of old, which was just so like very soft and. The Leeds, there was a lot of pundits sort of waxing lyrical about Leeds. And I love Bielsa and what he's done there. I think it's brilliant. And the style, the gun, the gun, not that bucket, the gun ho football that they play, I think is so entertaining to watch. But come on, we're playing Leeds. Like, you know, they've just been promoted. Like, and we, it just, it, they didn't have to do a great deal to score the goals that they did. That was what's so frustrating. 
I agree with you, Jack, and they're not, you know, not being out battled and out fought. But to, to ASD, to your analogy, I think one of the things you've got to realise is when you want to lose weight, um, you often need a motivator. You know, you need your personal trainer. You need your someone who's not going to let you turn your alarm off. That's going to take the alarm and put it on the other side of the room because you've got to get up and run. And so, yes, of course, it's the players. But again, it's down to it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing because you, you're looking at you're looking at what we've done with the management and how sort of poorly poorly handled that has been poorly handled. Whichever way you cut it, I'm glad we've got rid of Jose, but it's been poorly handled. We were talking about Uncle Martin earlier. I mean, when I'm say Uncle Martin, I mean Martin Yo, and that you know that that was however many years ago that was terribly handled. What are we doing about a manager? You know, I've got other teams that are securing managers, securing players going, this is the recruitment we need. Where's our recruitment? There's a whole load of things in there. And when you're the players and that you're in that kind of, you know, it makes you wonder about the culture of the whole organisation, not just of the team, of the whole organisation. And that's what I'm I'm worried about. And in terms of the game, I don't know what to say, really. I watched it all. Couldn't tell you much about it. It might have all been different if Sonny had Sunny's goal had stood, and I, I said, I said, think I said this another time. If it's if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a happy new year. <laughs> so I mean, you know, like it doesn't matter. It's like okay, yeah, VAR this and this, that, and the other. But like you say, we've got to be beating Leeds. It doesn't matter which bit of the season it's at. It definitely wasn't offside. That VAR call was horrendous. Like, and not. I don't think I've ever really complained about VAR because of the Aguero Champions League VAR to keep us in it. And yeah. whatever happens, it'll, nothing will ever be better than that. So I sort of, that I'll take it. And I disagree with you on the motivation, Chris, because okay. if you really, and I mean, I agree on the, I, I, I disagree with you the analogy part. I totally agree with the whole thing's a mess because tell you what it feels like. It feels like trophies aren't important. Do you remember when, when Wenger came out and he said, um, he said that fourth place was a trophy and that you suddenly realised that there, that it was different. There was not that killer mentality at Arsenal. It feels like that for us, like, it feels like there's a, it's a financial target. It's a, it's a, it, there's, there's a revenue target rather than a trophy target. For but that's modern football, isn't it? Now, it is that's, modern what, football. that's what the game is. And, and you have a look at the Champions League final. It's, it's a disgusting sport washing spectacle and that's fine. It is what it is. There's, there's documentaries on how Abramovich got his money. It's a horrendous criminal process. That's what it is now. We're not part of that gang. And Joe Lewis has got a lot of money and we've spent a lot of money. Like, I know we haven't spent what City and Chelsea have got. The point on uh, the analogy is I think motivation has to come from within. If you rely on an external factor for your motivation, then you won't do things because you'll always have to wait on that. The, my, I think and yeah. I think at, at a basic level, because obviously there's a point where you can't do everything by yourself. But I'm talking the bare basics, which is we're sort of um, we're now coming full circle to what Jack was saying, where the bare basics, you have to want to do yourself. You have to want to fight. You have to want to win. The the, the stuff about the tactics and then the winning mentality and the winning trophies, I'm totally with you. That has to come from a community or a culture. It has to be. And it, what is accepted I don't think is good enough. The 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 floor for what is acceptable from these players, I don't think is good enough. I'd like to see them motivated by themselves out of out. I'd like to see discipline from them out of that. You know, I, there, there's not many players we can. Like I was, I was thinking because it's award season soon. I'm really looking for. I love my favorite episode is always the end of season pods where we get to give the awards. I don't know if we're going to have a best player this season. I I really don't because 
Kane's obviously done well, but has he been exceptional? No. Son's been great. Hugo's been good in games. Hoiberg started off well. Re- Reggie started off well. Otherwise, who's done what? Like, really, who's done what? Nobody's and, had a good... There's not one player at Spurs that can say they've had a really, really good season. Like, Kane's done well with the goals and assists he's got. So, I'd probably... Right now, I'd probably say it'd be Kane. Son had that amazing start. But, not, like, right. do you know what I mean? Just look at the league position. Look how we've performed. Like, nobody's had a great season. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because from, you know, if you think about the last, I can, you know, think about however many last seasons, there's always someone who stands out, regardless of how many goals yeah. Harry Kane scored, weirdly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, last four years, when Harry Kane has been at the top of his game, he hasn't won Spurs mm-hmm. player of the season, has he? No. But Tongan's always winning it, isn't he? Yeah. And Ericsson got it a few times, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Ericsson, last year it was Sonny. I think Sonny's yeah. had back-to-backs, probably. Mm. Um. But yeah, I think you could only choose Kane this season because at least yeah. there's some, and he hasn't been at his best. Weirdly. Well, you'd probably say Tottenham's best player this season has been Oliver Skip. Or Van Probably it's been, isn't it? Uh, you know, Skip's had a great season out on loan, so hopefully we see him in the first team next he year. He was a champion. He was in the championship team was, of the year, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And the the rumours about the manager. I mean, rumours are rumours. Um, but are they there? They haven't offered the job to anyone. They're, they're really going through what they want. But one thing that they do want is someone who's going to play the youth. So we're going to see Sessegnon. We're going to go and see yeah. um, Skip. Great. That's all we want. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It just makes logical sense. Like, why go out and spend £30 million on a holding midfield? Like, if you think about what Skip does, right, he, he he's a similar type of player to Hoiberg, right? He's, he, he's not going to sort of, like, control the whole tempo of a game and creating all that for you. He's, he's he's ultimately going to do a relatively simple job, right? What he's going to be asked to do next season. Doesn't make that an easy role to play, but it's simple. So you might as well give him a chance than go and spend £30 million on somebody that you're going to ask to come in and do the same simple job. Like, you've got a player there. You might as well... He's done brilliantly in the Championship. Like, what more could he do? You might as well give him a go. The Sessignon one, if you're going to play him as a left winger, there's maybe a little bit more of a debate that do you need somebody that's a bit more proven and clinical and all that up there. But the skip one for me is an absolute no-brainer. Like, if he's not involved in 25 to 30 games next season, at least... Like, you're just thinking, what's the point of having a youth set up? Well, the youth setup's made money. It's a net profit, right? We've talked about this a lot of times. It's it's annoying, but going back to the financial thing, as soon yeah. as they sold Townsend, as soon as they sold anyone, um, they're well, in like net the profit. It's Peters, isn't it? Like, that's a success story for the academy because there's somebody playing in the Premier League that we sold for £12 million or whatever it is. That's an amazing, an amazing thing yeah. to have done. No. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, it's like, it's interesting to see that what the... That, that, the search is for a manager who's going to do, who's basically going to do what Pochettino did. Wow. Well, there's rumours. Mm. You know, there's rumours he's going to be fired. He's not going to win the league. That's Imagine really that. Funny. I mean, what's funny is I saw uh, there was a piece that Alistair Gold wrote after um, Leeds oh, yeah. and there was one particular quote that I thought was brilliant. Um, and it's it's perfect, which is this present feels like the wake of a messy divorce. Everyone's squabbling, pulling in different directions and talking about their exes. And mm. I feel like I've done that ever since, you know, ever since I joined this pod, I've been talking about Pochettino, like in a sort of a in a nostalgic and sort of, you know, misty eyed way. Um, but, you know, like what is it like? What happens if you do take, you know, I've you only hear very, very few um, examples of taking your ex back being a success. Usually it's an absolute disaster. 
The only managerial one I can think of is what Zidane going back in at Madrid because he he went, didn't he? As a manager and then came back as a manager. Yeah, didn't he go for a bit as Zidane as a manager? Wasn't he like a caretaker or something in between? Yeah, it, was, or... it went weird for a bit, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But like it does, like Mourinho going back at Chelsea. I know it ended terribly, but he won a title going back, didn't he? But other than that, you don't often hear of too many examples where it works. Yeah. Yeah. I would take him back though in a heartbeat. I, I I don't know if I like I don't know if I would. Like I don't right now, I don't know if I would I be taking him back for Who the Who do right you want? Piece. You keep on criticizing everyone I say. Who do you want? I don't, I'll do it. I'll do <laughs> I, I'll have, I'll give it a go. I've got about as much pedigree as Grand Potter. Um I don't know. I just don't know about. I don't know about Potts coming back. Like, is is it for? Are you appointing him for the right reasons, or is it an emotional appointment? Like that's. He said before the Champions League final that the squad needs a major overhaul. Like he knows what he's doing, and he did. He took a team, motivated them, used them up, and that was a time when we should have brought in youth, should brought in new players, and that's what we need to do again. But we just haven't done that in two years. We haven't done what you said we'd do. Now we need to go back and say, you were right. You know, that's the way I feel about it. Because I'm a bit wary. And it is an emotional appointment. Um, I what, love him. What did he say? A beautiful house with cheap furniture. Yeah. Well, that was his interview with Gary Lineker, wasn't it, that time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I hope he turns it around and ends up winning the league for PSG. That you know, That would be a good thing for him. I hope he fails massively and comes back to us. Um, <laughs> Ivan Tony, championship, oh, yeah. thirty-one goals. Let's go get him, because like, he'll. It, let's just go get him. Like we we saw how good he was when he played against us, Brentford striker. We said on the pod how good he was. Let's just go get him because in next year he'll be twice the price. And and that's the Brentford business model as well. You know, absolutely. They oh, understand what happens, yeah. yeah, let's so, just yeah. go get him. Yeah. But then the challenge, the challenge, this is what is so hard about this Spurs backup striker thing, because someone like him, right, he's banged goals in at Brentford this season, same as Ollie Watkins. Like if we'd have got Ollie Watkins in the summer, like he wouldn't be the player he is now because he's not going to play as much. That's the challenge. It's like if you go and get a young prospect, they're not going to get that many minutes because Kane always plays. Like if even in League Cup, or if he stays, if but he even stays. in like the fourth round of the League Cup, if you're at home to... Latin or like Kane's involved. Do you know what I mean? He's he's never not involved. But he doesn't play as a number nine. He plays as a number ten. Mm. But he also has to play. As, he's playing two. He's doing two jobs at the minute. Let him play. Let let's go back to a, a two three one and let's have Hoiberg and Skip or Endon Bale or Celso in mm. rotation. Amazing. Bale, Son, Kane as the three with Lamella, Mora, Lamella maybe off, but you know whoever Sessegnon in rotation. And then Ivan Tony or Kane, that's brilliant. I think Eric Lamella will still be there in 2050 when we're all doing this pod with grey hair. Eric Lamella will still be at Spurs. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I go for real periods with him of loving him and hating him because like thinking about our best player or the players who did the most with the time they were given or tried their hardest, more in Lamella every day of the week. Like If you put them on for 20 minutes, they will try their best. They will, they will, Lamella will lose the ball. Mora will run in a straight line, run into someone, whatever, but they will try their best and they really care. They really care. And that's, I want to see more of that. I'd rather have 11 of them on the pitch than anyone else. 
Um, BBC, you know the gossip column. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we all love it. Did you read the one earlier in the week which said, PSG want to shore up their defence, they're looking at Serge Horia. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's lost their job with the BBC for writing that headline. Well, I was like, one, that's mental. Two, he used to play for you. You know what you're getting. Yeah. That's dodgy X. That would be the crazy, taking the crazy X back, that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so good. Oh, um, that appeals, though, isn't there? Like, you remember the good times. That's what happens. You just remember the good times. Remember that time he didn't give the ball away at one time? <laughs> it's, it's like on holidays, right? You plan for the big stuff. You remember the little stuff. It, it's, you, you forget. Like, I saw a picture of Carl Norton. I went, oh, he wasn't that bad. He was. He was that bad. He, he you, was. You forget John Flanagan absolutely tearing him a new one in a 5-0 home defeat to Liverpool. It's like, that's the Carl Norton I remember. <laughs> um we've is got he still Wolf... playing is he still playing what norton i still yeah. he's still at swansea, he's swansea he? yeah, yeah. he's been there a while okay um well, they might, they're in the playoffs aren't they now so they might come up again mate he's only one year younger than me so, oh so he's yeah so he's 33 so he's a, yeah was he 33 carl norton wow yeah um the next game we've got is wolves now wolves are wolves are a funny old team. Like they, they seem to turn it on one week and then absolutely dreadful the next. They're in a similar position to us. Their season's done. Um, I could see that being a really really boring nil nil one one top game with just two teams, just nothing really to play for. Um, so there's not not really a great deal riding on it. So I, what what do you both think about the game? Are you even are you even going to bother watching? Oh yeah, oh always what you'd always watch. That's the thing. You always say you won't watch and it just sucks you back in. And that's the horrible thing about Spurs. As much as ESL, the ESL thing killed me a little bit and the Champions League finals killed me a little bit. Because you know what's going to happen in the Champions League final. Chelsea are going to drop out the top four. We're going to get in there and then they're going to win it again. That's what's going to happen. Um, but it just sucks you back in. You can't help checking your phone. Like You just love it too much. Just on Chelsea, they look... Dangerous. They're going to win the league next year. They're going to win the right. league next year. I, I just a little bit of Jamie Carragher's analysis on sort of their aggressive defending, which mm. is like it is fat. He, he put it on Twitter. It's just a little four minute clip. It's fascinating. It's like Rudiger, their centre half, was like pressing halfway in the city half at the weekend in their game. And you just you think about that and you think, is that not crazy? But it's literally the most bravest positive football that you can ever see fascinating watching it like I didn't rate to call at all I thought when they got him it was a really weird appointment but fair play to him like he has been absolutely if they ended up you know like finishing third winning the FA Cup winning the Champions League uh, mm. that is just I mean it, firstly it would be horrible but what an appointment that you know that must be that that must be one of the best achievements in the Premier League from a manager to just come in and do that. Like I know it's at Chelsea and the players they've got, but still, from where they were, weren't they like sixth or seventh when he came in? They looked terrible under Lampard. Ninth, yeah. ninth, I think. I think and it was now, ninth. Yeah. Well, I mean, two things. One is, did you see that clip of him pushing Callum Hudson-Odoi when they were leaving the pitch um, at the weekend? Oh, so they won. And I don't know what was going on, but he pushed him, which I thought was a bit much. Um, and secondly... At least the Champions League final isn't going to be at our place. So one of those teams wins something yeah. is the first trophy goes. Imagine the first trophy going to Chelsea at, 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 oh. our, at our house. 
be horrible. So at least it's going to be because I thought I saw. Did I see something this morning saying it was going to be at Wembley? Well, really, I heard Villa put their ground up because mm-hmm. there's no point in them all going to Istanbul for it. No, I, I yeah, no, I thought they were going to do it at Wembley, precisely that, so they don't have to go to Istanbul because with travel restrictions and stuff. So UEFA were looking at doing it at Wembley. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But isn't the Champions League final like a playoff final, like normally on the same same weekend or whatever? Isn't it? It's just always right at the end of the season. They'd have to try and fit all of that in, wouldn't they? We'll see what uh, we'll see what they do. Yeah, it was double header. A bit like in the rugby. It can't be. It can't be. And like, there's no way it would even Levy surely despite all the money that he'd probably get, would say no to her holding he that. He would definitely say yes if it meant apparently. <laughs> he would say definitely... yes because we've lost a bag load of money and Surely it's a stadium. Not. Surely not. It's no. a stadium. Oh, dear. Um, Esther, you've got a good quiz for us. <sighs> yeah, I think we'll beat Wolves. Um, but, I mean, who knows, just by the way. Uh, I'd like to see something different. I'm not sure what I think what I think different is. A throwback four four two. Yeah, or something. Just some, something different because it's like, you know, nothing else has much worked. The thing is they look puffed out. I think it's like, you know, it's that it's the I'm sorry to bang on about Mourinho. Again, I'm talking about our exes. Um, you know, and what a bad ex this was. But, you know, like they've got no puff left in them. Well, Vinicius is still there, and I know he's going back and Wolves are speaking to him and all that, but just playing, just playing. Oh, I just like to see you know Wolves play over back three, match them up, go into that game. Team talk very straightforward. We're going man for man for ninety minutes. Go and beat your opposite number. If seven or eight of you do that, we'll win the game of football. Like it, sometimes football is as simple as that, and like that would be like that would be the way I'd approach that's that game. All right, then, Tim that's, Sherwood. That's why I'm yeah. not. Uh, that's why I'm not in charge. <laughs> well. That's exactly what they will be doing if they're yeah. behind. They'll be on yeah. at a trial rate and be like, go and beat your man and get a ball in the box. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you have yeah. to do. Um, well, I've got to, I've got a quiz and I've got the, the two uh, teams. If you Do you want the teams? Yeah, I got a bit... Teams, yeah, teams. give us the teams first. Fine. So we did A versus B and C versus D last time. So E's... There's no, <laughs> no goalkeeper whose surname begins with E. Now, if any of the listeners can prove me wrong um i will happily be wrong chris you're looking at me no i was just thinking does that mean you did a goalkeeper whose first name began with e i've got rush goalkeepers goalkeepers. (laughs) and i think i've managed to get a welshman in nearly every team as well so first one mike so we got five in defense because we have to defend that goal mike england justin edinburgh eric edmund ray evans timothy ayuma at the back, so mm, it's okay. And then in the middle three, you got Marcus Edwards, Christian Eriksen, Matthew Etherington, and then you've so got anyone? <laughs> Munir. Oh, I've just realised I've got an F up front. Where's that come from? All right, I've got enough players to uh, put out an E team. <laughs> so by, def- by default, the F team wins. So we've got Tommy Forecasting goal who I've never heard of. He's a year younger than me. So he's born in 1986. So I don't know where he comes from. And we've got Fazio, Faircloth, Terry Fenwick uh, uh, as a back three with Juan Foyce being a sweeper. Uh, Do you fancy got... Fazio, Fazio in the sweeper role now with those <laughs> legs? 
then in the midfield, Brian Farley, 1927 hero, born on New Year's Day. Ryan Fredericks and Stefan Freund. And then <laughs> up top, you've got Mark Falco, Neil Fenn and Les Ferdinand. So, uh, not. Oh, sorry, the Stefan Freud and Brian Fredericks in the heart of the midfield is just... It's not great, is it? I mean, <laughs> I mean I'd give Edwards and Everington a, a chance against that. Well, the, the only other Fs were Ezekiel Friars, who remember yeah. him, Malachi Fake and Walcott, so a bit young at the moment, Brad Friedel and Martin Fudot, maybe they could have gone in goal. Mm. Uh, so, But they were going to go through by default. Now, Gs and Hs, I think... Is it Hs? Gs versus Hs. We've got Gazaniga in goal. Yeah, Chris Gunter for my Welshman, uh, Richard Goff, Anthony Gardner, and Gilberto at the back. Gilberto. <laughs> wow. Mate. Uh, then we've got David Ginola, oh. uh, Tony Galvin, Idegard Johnson, Paul Gascoigne, with Jimmy Grease and Alan Gilsey up front. So I think that's that is about as good as it's going to get here, to be honest. That is so attacking. Was that Idegard Johnson and Gaddison at mid? Love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> And then that's versus H's, where we've got Joe Hart, Ron Henry, Edward Hughes, who was from 1905, Roger Hoy and Chris Hutton, Steve Hodge, David Howells, Hoiberg, Glenn Hoddle, Mickey Hazard and Tommy Harmer. Tommy Harmer was uh, one of the world's best inside forwards uh, during the push and run era. So, again, difficult to see. I think I'll go with G on that one. I feel like I'd have to say H just because if Mr. L Senior listens to this podcast and sees me do anything that's empty hoddle like i just he just won't talk to me for weeks (laughs) (laughs) so actually on that basis team g (laughs) and then for k's casey keller usa and then it's not fit to play (laughs) uh eunice kabul joe kinnear cyril knowles ledley king were the working position that's probably the best um I mean, Casey Keller aside, that's probably the best defense. <laughs> probably the de- best defense we've had, right? Yeah, you take it. And then Derek King, uh, born in 1929, so a little bit old for me. William Corston, Nico Crenshaw. William Corston, remember him? He scored a didn't he score a really good goal against Leeds? Was it Foley or something? Wasn't it from? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the most attacking front three you'll get: Harry Kane, Robbie Keane, Jurgen Klinsmann. Goals. I love that. that really I mean, that's it's just yeah. the midfield that seems to be an, an issue. It's a bit weak, isn't it? Yeah. But maybe maybe H can drop back. And then in the they're playing the L's, who are Hugo Lloris. Then you've got Lee Young Pyo, David Limbersky, and John Lacey as your back three. And then my one short. I might be one short. Get someone from the E team. I'm one short. Oh, that's good. And then I've got Eric Le- <laughs> Eric Lamella, Aaron Lennon, Giovanni Lo Celso, and Lucas. And then I've got Lorente and Lineker up front. So I need oh, another defender. So I've got Charlie Lee uh, or Marcel Lavinier, which is probably why I haven't put anyone else in defence. Maybe I can have another midfielder. So your midfield options: John Laurel, Colin Lee, Leonardson, Philip yeah, Leonardson, Ivan Leonardson. Well, you've got gonna- Luongo. Can I tell you an Ivan story? I told you my Ivan story. No. So for some reason, I don't know why, uh, me and my sister. So when did Ivan start? um, Maybe in the mid 90s. So like, you know, I I was in my early 20s, whatever. 
Um, we loved the name Oivind so much that we called each other Oivind repeatedly for a good 18 months to the extent, right, my own sister has me in her phone as Vind Pauros because it got shortened because yeah. Oivind was too long. It got shortened to Vind. So and good. then we've That's got a amazing. cousin that calls us both Vindage from that. So there's like a whole thing. So I think I talk about Ovid Lillarsson almost every day in wow. reference to my sister and my cousin. It sounds like you talk about him an unhealthy amount. <laughs> that sounds like. That's so good. I always wonder if I ever came across him, if I'd ever tell him that. <laughs> yeah, imagine like, you're someone who plays football to a, a good level, but you weren't like the superstar. And one day you find out that there's just a rando in London who's named after you in their sister's phone book, you know? <laughs> that than that. I think that'd right be then. a fast way to a restraining order, Chris. Yeah, I think you might be right. Story. Yeah, yeah. Right then. You're right. So let's do this uh, quiz. They were they're yeah. great. They I love hearing those teams by the way. There's so much trash like it's hard work. It's just trying to balance them out and then I have to do a lot of research because like a lot some of them I haven't heard of before. So it's hard work. And I know you always Whenever we make these 11s, you always have a far more balanced or even more defensive team than me. Whereas I, I am happy with five attacking players and uh, it's hard not to, which is is the fun way of doing it. When you play FIFA, you don't spend all your money on defenders, do you? You buy yes. a wing. <laughs> yes. And you tell your full backs to stay back when you're attacking and you have two holding mid- the, the The aim of FIFA is to just frustrate a computer. That's, that's how I play it. I get more satisfaction out of a 1-0 against the computer than I do a 5-4. All I think is score, Tottenham score. When you <laughs> score one, you'll score more. <laughs> I remember singing that when, remember that time we played Wimbledon, like five games in a row or something, and they were all nil-nil, apart <laughs> from oh, apart from finally, like an, an extra time goal um, that got us into the League Cup final. They just must have all been shattered and bored. Yeah. After those games, because it's like you know what this is going to be again. Like it's just constantly the yeah. same. It's just if if my memory is correct, because I feel like on the Premier League years that that that's always a feature that when we played them loads, it's just it was the same game over and over and over. Like yeah. the tactics weren't the teams were the same. It's just nothing yep. changed. Yep. Right yep. then. Yep. I have ten questions, each oh with God. numerical answers. Oh, okay. Later. So I need you, well, for the, the moment, you just need to write them down. Tell and then you can add them up. And then you can add them up. Uh, okay. And we'll do it live on air as well. But rather than you shout out your answers so you can hear the other one, let's write them down first. I am going to write mine on my computer, if that's all right. So okay, if you can type right. in, I'm not cheating. Well, well. I wouldn't even know. Uh, there's four bigger numbers and a few smaller numbers so there's a real mixture in here so it's the winner is the person closest to the correct answer the first question is what to the nearest whole number is our percentage of possession so far in the premier league so it's a a number. no this season okay i was about to say all of all time that's hard yeah yeah but so it's a it's a number obviously between 0 and 100 Maybe well. Uh, number number two is you, so adding to that the amount of set piece goals we've made in the Premier League or we scored in the Premier League this season. Set piece goals. Set piece goals according to this is from whoscored.com and we're not sponsored by him. 
annoyingly. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Other data collectors are available. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question is, how many red cards have we had in the Premier League this year, this season? Oh, I can Good tell you. In the Premier League this season? This season, yeah. Add those to the previous number, yeah. two numbers. Uh, what is the number on the back of the player who, who's got the most yellow cards for us? So who's got the most yellow cards for us? What's their number? Yeah. We have been in two games this season where there have been nine goals scored. Yeah. Everton where they beat us 5-4. And in the other one, how many goals did we score out of the nine? Add that to your previous number. So can you say that one again, please? Yeah, so we've been we've played in two games where there have been a total of nine goals scored, not right. including penalty, shootout. One of them was Everton, where they beat us 5-4. The other one had nine goals in it. How many did we score of those nine? I'll draw a blank with that. It's a good question, isn't it? Mm. That should be one, two, three, four. That's your fifth question, so you're halfway through. The next one. In Mourinho's, Mourinho's total time with us, spanning both seasons, how many teams picked up more Premier League points than Tottenham so it doesn't fit perfectly with seasons but how many yeah how many teams picked up more points than Spurs during the time Mourinho was with us that's a good question you Google it Chris no. Uh, going back a bit in history, uh, we beat Wigan 9-1. How many goals were scored in the second half? Just Tottenham. Oh. How many goals were scored in the second half? That one. So now we get on to one of the bigger numbers. In our first Premier League, uh, first Champions League run out, 2010-11, including the qualifier against Young Boys, how many goals did we score? Okay. Oh. Um, if you want a clue, I can give you the teams. Just yeah, go on, can you? So, Young Boys, we played. Yeah, I remember that, actually. I know the score to that one. Well, there were two games. Oh. That's and there were two, okay. oh, there's two games, there's all teams, right? Werder Bremen, Twente, and Inter in the group. So mm -hmm. we played Werder, Twente, Inter, Inter, Werder, Twente. Then we played Milan. Yeah. Then we got knocked out by Real Madrid. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Two more questions. Hang on. Twente Milan. So, yeah. 
Okay. This is an amazing quiz, by the way. Yeah, uh, but my head is exploding from how many things I have to think of at once. <laughs> Try being a man for it, Chris, even harder. Harry Kane's first ever goal for us was against Sunderland. What number was he wearing? I've got that one. Look at his smoke face. The only one I'm certain about. Right, I this don't is the know. Big... I'm not sure I know this one. And then there's this is the biggest number. So, so if you get this one, uh, and Jack, your father might disown you. How many games did Glenn Hoddle play for top? <laughs> oh, wow. I've, oh. Mm. I'll just tell you how long he played for Tottenham because that'll, that'll help answer it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us how many games he played? That would help. So I met him. I met him at Lords. Uh, he was with us from 1975 to 1987. God. It's a long time, that. Still not right how few England caps he got, right? Had, right? Like 20 odd. Was it 53? But not good enough. Over nine years, it's not good enough. And he managed... Okay, so, yeah. 75, 12 years. Oh, that's a great question. Right then. I'm going to ask you to give me your numbers and I'll add them up. Okay, Doug. So, Jack, what percentage possession have we had in Premier League on average so far this season? I went higher than what my gut told me. I went 51. Good. And I went higher than Jack, which I think is probably, it might be a mistake, to be fair, because usually it's quite good to kind of, uh, I'm, I'm not going to adjust my numbers based on what Jack's yeah. saying, which I, which I wish I did. But I went 50, I've got 52 on my bit of paper. I can't. It's fifty. It's fifty point nine. So the answer is fifty one. And I can't believe how close you two are. That's unbelievable. So my gut props. told me that like, when you asked that, I was like, I was like forty. But then I was like, no. If you think about it, yeah, like, a lot of the teams we've played, like you, we we must have had half, just over half yes. the ball. That's kind of well, where Burnley, I was. Burnley, we had like sixty something percent possession. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I was, I'm actually a bit surprised it's as low as that. Uh, set piece goals this season, Chris. 12. Jack? I went lower. I went nine. I couldn't think of any. Six. No. Six. I can't tell you many at all. Yeah. Uh, Jack, I've red cards. I written down and then I bottled it and told you <laughs> what I'm annoyed about. But anyway, <laughs> it's my own fault. Yeah. Jack, red cards in the Premier League. The only, I can only think of one and that was Lamella. Lamella. There's one. And Chris? I could only think of one, but I wrote down two because I thought I must have forgotten one. Uh, you are correct. We had Doherty as well. And I cannot re- oh, yeah. He got a stupid second yellow right at the end of a game, didn't he? But quite high up the pitch, wasn't it? Was it? Was that when we thumped Leicester 3-0? And he got a red right, a second yellow right at the end? It was, it was something like that. I can't remember. I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Uh the number of the player who has the most yellow. So who has the most yellows? Jack? Um, I went number five, Hoybjerg. I went number Hoiberg. five as well, yeah. Uh, very close here so far. He's got quite a few, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Now, we've been in two games a season with nine goals. 
Everton 5-4. And Chris, what was your answer? How many did we score in the other? Seven. Yeah, I went seven. Was it a really weird European game? It was McCarthy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Two, Where it was just two. like it was just goal, 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 goal. Like constant. Yeah, yeah. Uh so how many teams have picked up more points than us in the Premier League in the time Jersey Mourinho was with us? I went Jeff? three. Oh, oh, weren't we fourth? It was three. Chris. Three. Three. Yeah, I saw that, that as well. Three, yeah. Oh, it can't good. be right, can it? Can't. I know it seemed it sort of upsets me answering in that way I really want to say 10 and yeah. that's no, the, the gap is quite big well Spurs had 95 then you have Man United on 116 which is a massive gap Liverpool on 117 and Man City on 130 so right, it's okay. a big gap yeah. uh, in the 9-1 versus Wigan how many goals were scored in the second half Chris was it eight I went nine Spurs scored eight but Wigan also scored so it is nine it was the guy uh, what's Bull the face? Paul Shana, and he had it was half black and half white, wasn't it? And he um, he handballed it for that goal. Yeah, and, and went mental, like really went off on his celebration. Yeah, yeah. So Defoe, that was one. Defoe had five shots and five goals in that game. Yeah, so sharp. And it was it was just like everyone was just taking the Mickey Crunchy. I just had a crack, got it in. Bentley scored, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I love that, that game. I love that game so much. I watched that on the morning of my wedding. So like I, I, I'm an early riser. I, I wake up early. And so I was in a, in a room with two beds with me, my brother, and my best man. And they were asleep and topless. Um, didn't even go top to tail. They just went for it. And uh, I had my laptop and it was like, I've got a lot of games downloaded and it was just there. So I watched it, waiting for people to get out. Great times. Uh, in our first Champions League run out, how many goals did we score, including the qualifier, Jack? 25. I've gone higher. Go on. I said 40. It was 26. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, young boys. I remember. Can, can oh, I see no, if I can get it? it. Can I see if I can get it? So, young boys, we've got two in the away game. Yeah, 3 2. Four in the home game. Yeah, yeah so Basong and Pavlyuchenko, Crouch, 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 Defoe. Yeah. Verda. Verda Bremen. We drew 3 3 away. No, well, we drew 2 2 away, sorry. We did. Uh, we went 2 0 up, didn't we? Was it crouching an own goal or something like that? Can I just yeah. say, I counted, how, I counted how many goals I thought were scored in the game, not our what? goals. Oh, uh, uh, I see. But you need to listen to the question better. I do need to listen to the question. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, 20. I think we beat them 4-0 four, four at home. 4-1. Or 4-1. One. Or one. And then did we, draw, did we draw 2-2 two, two away? No. Oh. So 20, we beat, we drew 3-3 three, three away. Defoe that, scored 2. Visco Hoff scored. Oi. Inter, obviously. Inter, we scored 3 away, didn't we? Yeah. Bale, yeah. And, three, and 3 at home. <clears throat> 3-1 at home. That's the game I wish I'd been at the most. I just couldn't get a ticket for that one. And then Verde Bremen at home. Bremen at home. Did we beat them 3-0? Yeah, Kabul, Modric and Crouch. Yeah. Well done, Jack. Such a weirdo. And then <laughs> Milan. Milan, we got they one. Were most, yeah, they were low scorers. That, yeah. yeah, Yeah, and then we lost 4-0 and 1-0 to Real Madrid. So I just got that group stage game with FC20. That was where I 
went one yeah. less. I think a round of applause for that, Jack. That's pretty yeah, so annoying. That's not well, how my brain works, but well done. <laughs> the um, the huddle, it's all on the huddle number, really, Chris. You you don't worry about it. Uh, Kane's first ever goal was again was for us was uh, versus Sunderland. What number was he wearing, Jack? I know you've got it. Thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. Very good. Uh, now. Right, I've got, I've, I've come up with a number for this. Go on. So twelve years. Yeah. Thirty games a year yeah, plus ten, three hundred and seventy. Jack, I've gone higher. I've gone four ten. It's three hundred and seventy-seven. Yes. Oh, Chris! <laughs> Have I just missed it? Have I just missed it? Which means the total, the total for the correct answers was five hundred and twenty-three. Jack, you got 554. Oh, no. <laughs> 31 out. Chris, you got 536. Oh, <laughs> fair play. Fair play. <laughs> That's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> like I've never, liked, I've never ever liked Glenn Hoddle. He's overrated. <laughs> he played too much for England. <laughs> too many games for Spurs. <laughs> Done all that hard work. Oh, what's a r- r- rubbish quiz? Not the real quiz, anyway, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zoo, where, where, where's your cut off? <laughs> oh, amazing. That's such oh. a great quiz. I love those quizzes, ASD. They're so much fun. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, do we have um do we have any other business that we want to I've got a very quick one, which is I was really good to see the Spurs women's team secure their place in the WSL next season. Yeah. Yeah. We've got new contracts for the new cup captain, Shalina Zadorsky, who's also, I think, the captain of Canada, and Rosella Ryan. And apparently, um, manager Rianne Skinner said in her post-match presser that it's going to have to be a busy summer transfer-wise. Mm. So it'll be really interesting to see how she shapes her team. Yeah, that's exciting though, isn't it? To yeah. see, you know, see what happens next season. It's like, yeah. although they're doing weird things in the women's FA Cup, so we've still got an FA Cup game, and we're playing Sheffield United, who are in a lower league, so we should be able to get through to the next mm. round. So I don't know what's happening when when the games are going to be played, but there's still some a little bit of interest for the women's team this mm. season. Mm. Uh, I guess just ask people for their not like their nominations for categories for mm. the end of season award show. Right, the funnier the better, really. Just give us something to laugh about. I mean, it can't be a serious award show this year. Like, it, can't, it can't be, can it? No. Like, and at underscore echoes of glory at no, no uh, echoes of glory pod at gmail.com. Hang on, only a few more episodes to go, eh? I've loved tonight's one. Like, part of me <laughs> enjoys it more when we don't really Always. talk much about the football. Like, <laughs> like, they make it for more enjoyable pods, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, bro. That is always. Gareth Southgate. Gareth Southgate was in the crowd. I noticed against Leeds, and I was happy to see Delhi have that good first. You never know if he can maybe just nick a nick a little place on the plane just in case. Because who else can do what he can do now as well, isn't it? So well, you never know. It's still asking a lot. I think. I feel like he'd have to have an amazing final three games. Yeah, but you never know because he can do things that other players can't do. Bale, we we want Bale back next year. Yeah. Are we are you just is that just an easy one for you or is it worth discussing next week? Let's discuss it next. It's not an easy one for me. Okay. But I okay. think it, yeah, I won't I won't oh, I'll leave you in suspense for seven days. <laughs> I don't care that much. No, I do. I do. No, I do. <laughs> but until then, remember whatever happens, the future's bright, the future's lily white. <laughs>
Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future, what was, what is, what's next. We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.